Of my third eye, I have returning guest Julia and the founder and uh, host of the new podcast, Cosmic Peach Podcast. So, I want to encourage anybody to go check her out on uh, all the major platforms. I believe she's on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and probably uh, all the others. So, having said that, uh, Julia, how are you? And welcome back to my third eye. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm excited about what we're going to be talking about today. Heck yeah. I'm ready to get into some Da, da Vinci Code shit. Me too. So uh, where do you want to start? Okay, so I have a slideshow for everyone. Okay, let me... Which This will be good because then I can throw this up on YouTube or BitChute and people can then... Watch that. Watch it, because sometimes you know, with, with the audio, you know, it's, it's yeah, hard to, it's hard a lot to better if um you're you're able to see what I'm talking about. Right. All right, here we go. Can you see my screen? I can. Now, right. are we gonna are we gonna start with him being like the inventor, or are we going down more of a, a different yes, road with Da Vinci? We're going to we're gonna kind of talk about like his background and like who he was as a person. But but not like how people assume, oh, Leonardo, the guy who painted the Mona Lisa. There's a lot more that is is not um, not talked about that okay. I kind of want to cover. Be to, just to give like a background before we jump into like um, the, the Da Vinci Code kind of story. Actually, and before we do that, do you want to uh, let people know, because I kind of skipped over that, where they can find you on social media for your podcast and where to get oh. a hold of you if they want to be a guest on your show or, or anything like that. right 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 thank you ghost um so you can find me on instagram at cosmic.peach.podcast and if you want to come on the show if you have something interesting just dm me um and yeah that's where you can find me awesome so let's go ahead and get into leonardo da vinci all right so Da Vinci was trained as a sculptor and a painter, but he actually ended up going into geometry and uh, mechanical design, anatomy, and geology. Okay. Which <laughs> he, he was like a jack of all trades. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he was one of the most brilliant minds the world has ever known. Um he was born in uh, Vinci, Italy on April 15th. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 1452 in the Italian Renaissance time period. And um, of course, Renaissance is French for rebirth. So mm -hmm. this time frame was fiercely dominated by uh, the, the Roman Catholic Church. 
all art was under the direct scrutiny of the church and most artists of his day were painting images from the judeo-christian bible um while leonardo's first piece was medusa (laughs) and so this is yeah this is kind of like what everyone else was painting at the time and okay yeah i'm familiar with the other paintings there i didn't know i didn't know that was his first painting was medusa that's yeah it was actually um a sculpture really it's a shield as you can kind of see right here it's like a shield and he carved out and painted the medusa head on um on the shield that's pretty awesome it's a little alternative just right off the cuff (laughs) (laughs) and then so leonardo finished a painting for the artist he was a student of and his name was um Andrea del Verrocchio and the painting is called the Annunciation as okay. you can see here. Now is there any other background to this painting other than he did it for um his teacher? He was an apprentice under uh Verrocchio and I guess he so Verrocchio painted this the landscape everything he pa- he painted um Mary here. Okay. And the only thing that is Leonardo's work is what you can see here, the angel. Okay. I'm... And you can tell from the face, if you look at Mary's face, it's really delicate and feminine, but Le- Leonardo, for me, I always look at like the lips and the eyes and the nose and mm-hmm. the way he always does the hair in the hand. He always does a really um, significant hand gesture in his paintings. So okay. this is definitely Leonardo's angel. Um, and the just painting... me or is the, the Mary figure almost missing half her fingers on, on her left hand? Like her, yeah, her it's, right it's hand. like their nubs. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. Right here. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so this painting depicted the moment the angel came to tell Mary she would become pregnant with Jesus mm. and Leonardo, um, he was asked to finish the painting Um, by painting the angel and apparently there were some tests that were conducted on this painting and just to confirm that Leonardo himself actually painted the angel and they they confirmed that he did but what what also happened is when they subjected this painting um, under x-ray the angel that Leonardo painted disappears really correct how is that so Leonardo used a different type of non-lead-based paint, uh, Uh, which was not common for the day. They actually used um, like an egg-based paint, and it was a popular medium at that time, which is why uh, when when this painting is subjected to scans, the angel disappears because he he used some kind of non-lead-based paint. But... It's speculated because Leonardo was notorious for hiding things in his paintings mm-hmm. that he was leaving behind some type of message in the painting by signifying that this meeting between Mary and the angel never occurred. Okay. Does that make that makes sense? Because I was sitting here while, you, while you're going through it, just kind of like looking over this whole picture, seeing if I can pick out any symbology or, you know, obviously she's given, you know, the the peace sign, you know. And then, mm-hmm. and then Mary has those nubby little hands, but her right hands, her fingers look even longer, like her pointer finger and they middle finger. They look spider-like to me yeah. almost. 
Well, I mean, it's really up for interpretation because who knows? Like, would he have known that if you scan the painting with that special paint that he used, the angel would disappear? I mean, he was a genius. Right. I was kind of thinking along those lines, like, did he, like you saying that, did he do that knowing that maybe one day there'll be a technology that they'll, you know, scan it Mm. and and Mm -hmm. his painting will disappear in a, like a magic sense. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And he was a heretic. So he, he always pushed the envelope on subjects like this. Like he would have, he, he would have wanted people to know that he didn't think this ever happened. Okay. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he would, he's trying to tell us like, yeah, sure. Uh, the angel came to Mary and <laughs> told her she was pregnant with Jesus. Like, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> yeah. That was kind of like his personality. Which makes sense. I mean, I don't know. We kind of, we kind of got into that uh, last night after you left on, on the tavern, a little bit about religion and what have you. So. You know, oh, dang. I'm sorry. I missed it. Um, that sounds so interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I don't know, it just gets brought up. You know, I don't know where everybody stands, you know, I, I, they're all man-made religions and, and, and interpretations of what, you know, God or, or, you know, Mm -hmm. the Jesus story or the Muhammad story or, you know, Shiva Hindu, whatever religion, but they all have so many similar ties. So I don't know, it it was a good conversation and it was, it was nice to have because, you know, like I even told my wife, we had it and she's like, Oh boy. I said, why are you saying? Oh boy. And she's like, well, did you guys actually talk or did you argue? I said, no, we had a conversation. I said, that's what the tavern's about. No, that's what podcasting's mm-hmm. about. You know, you don't have to agree. I said, you know, I, I have questions and uh, I have different beliefs, you know, and, but I'm not going to tell somebody, you know, hey, you have to believe in Jesus. You know what I mean? Or you have to believe right. in Muhammad. No, believe, whatever at the end of the day makes you happy. Believe what you want. As long as you're a good fucking person. Yep. I don't care what you just subscribe to. I just want you to be a decent fucking person and have a little bit of a sense of humor so we can have difficult conversations and still respect each other at the end of the day. Absolutely. And that that's kind of where I come from. But I I feel like this this kind of stuff is interesting because you can see all the way back to like Leonardo's day, it was also kind of like a a topic of conversation. Like not everybody agreed that this kind of stuff like this is the one truth you know right and we're still having that conversation today yes exactly that's that's exactly what i was trying to say it's like we, we're still to this day we can't <laughs> we can't figure it out <laughs> but so uh, the during famous the, image. the years oh what i said this is the famous famous image of the man Hmm. so from the years 1476 through 1478 Leonardo disappears from the historical account Mm. and no one knows where he was or what he was doing during these years Mm. and when he returned to Florence in 1478 he was on a whole new level beyond just art He produced aerial maps of entire cities with incredible accuracy, and he designed and produced the world's first self-propelled vehicle. Really? Look at this shit, ghost. Damn. Like, these maps, like a... This is the actual city, and this is what he started painting. This is before flight. Yeah. This is before flight, ghost, and look at this bicycle thing. Yeah. 
So you oh. disappear for two years and then you have this unearthly knowledge of how to uh how to draw cities down to like the suburb right. from like aerial I mean look at this. It almost kind of makes you put some credit behind Tartaria. You know what I mean? Like how <laughs> how advanced was things back then? You know, we're told everything was so simple, but you know, I I have a basic under, understanding of of Da Vinci and being an inventor. And I mean, he he invented the first like scuba diving apparatus mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, where did he get this knowledge? And and looking at the map down in the bottom right hand corner of what looks to be a Google image and then his painting. I mean, it's it's, it's eerie. Yeah, it's spot on. It's eerie, the accuracy and why. OK, he disappears for two years. Nobody knows where he's at. And then he shows up and he's got this crazy amount of knowledge all of a sudden Mm -hmm. what was he doing i don't know it reminds me of uh someone else that came came into play later on by the name of nikolai tesla oh i love him (laughs) (laughs) so he invented machines centuries ahead of their time and i believe that the vatican took him in and showed him the forbidden knowledge Mm. I believe they gave him access to the libraries that many um, whistleblowers have confirmed exist. And that is how he obtained this incredible burst of creativity. I mean, look at the picture of a heart. And we're talking 1513. <laughs> Wait till 15, I tell 16. you. Ghost, you ain't even going to believe this shit. Listen. In the Vatican from 1513 to 1516, Leonardo began performing autopsies on cadavers in the underground catacombs of the city. Mm-hmm. This was considered an act that at the time was punishable by death. It is said that Leonardo was brought from Milan to the Vatican to quote unquote paint, but instead started dissecting bodies to study the parts. Supposedly, this was forbidden by the Pope. However, I feel they knew exactly what he was doing and they were encouraging his endeavors. And in the 36 months Leonardo was at the Vatican, um, he documented and performed dozens of autopsies with incredible detail. Yeah. You telling me they didn't know what he was doing down there. Right. And my ass. The funny thing is, the Vatican, you know, for being, okay, religious, has always had their hands deep in the science aspect of life. I mean, with their, I think they have a telescope called Lucifer or something, <laughs> something to that effect, yes. or maybe a satellite. I forget what it is, but I mean, they've always eerily been involved in the science aspect of things. Well, yeah. And if you think about it, like, if if you if you believe in like that they're, they have underground like pedophilia cults or death cults or they're into like ritualistic behavior. The dissecting of dead bodies and like pulling their parts out and like looking at them and that would be like right up their alley. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and so I mean, it it's, wouldn't it's not look, looked down upon now, but back then, I mean, that would have been a huge red flag mm-hmm. of like being a heretic or, or, Luciferian. Yes, big time. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to sit here and tell me they didn't know what he was doing down there, I would just say my ass because I feel like they probably 
they they were enamored by him and respected him and they let him come and like probably get into the library and he might have scenes like some Tartaria stuff and and drew some maps or or they they gave him like express permission to come and do these autopsies or something and I mean that's that's my opinion you know somebody else might have another opinion about that but I highly doubt that they didn't know what he was doing right so in um in his journal, he recorded his notes using a technique called mirror writing or, you know, just writing backwards. So if anyone were to find his notes, they would not be able to decipher them. And he obsessed over every detail, let's see, of the Mona Lisa, right? Mm-hmm. And it took him 16 years to finish this painting. Does it look like something that took 16 years? I mean, go look at it. I mean, no. You know what I mean? And then that kind of ties into the uh, uh, Mandela effect that at one ooh, point ooh. she wasn't smiling and now she kind of has a smile. I literally have that in my notes. Oh, good. Because I said, <laughs> am I the only person who remembers the Mona Lisa? Like, what is she smiling or is she not smiling? Mm-hmm. But yeah, Look at I mean, painting, she's clearly smiling. Yeah, she's she has smirking. a smirk. Yep. But and it that, used to be like, oh, I don't think she's smiling. And then somebody else would be like, oh, she's definitely smiling. I was one of the people that was like, no, she's not smiling. I don't know. The corners of her mouth just kind of slightly curl up as if she just. Well, they do now. Yeah. But this is a big Mandela effect for me because mm. it is clear that she's smiling in the portrait. But I do believe this is. It, it didn't used to be so obvious, you know? Right. I don't know. And, it, and it's not super, I mean, yeah, it's detailed for its time. I mean, the face, you know, the face and, and hands, and but like mm-hmm. the, the hair and the clothes and the background, I mean, I get it. It, it. it is aged, but it's not heavily detailed for something that would need to take 16 years unless he was working on other things. And we just work on this here and there. Right. Um, but it's not like she's like a wrinkled old woman and you you'd have to like get all the wrinkles down and like all the right. little creases in the face and it's it, she looks like a relatively young woman supposedly it was a a portrait of a silk merchant's wife okay i i don't know it they never got the painting no <laughs> <laughs> and so it has been said that leonardo always um hides his secrets and symbols and messages in his paintings. And because he implemented mirror writing in all of his documentation, it is speculated that he also, um, he used mirror painting in his imagery and that you can find hidden details by inverting the images. Mm. So let's take a look. (laughs) This is the Mona Lisa, and when you invert the image, what what's that look like right there? That looks like a alien or a, a reptilian. Uh, <laughs> look like a damn reptile to me. Yep. And and, and when and, you invert these, they have almost like a very dark, like Luciferian. Hell feel yeah, to they them. do. Hell yeah, they do. Look at this one here of Uh mary with her arms around the baby jesus like in the halo thing that comes around her head 
and then there's two little horns above it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, her fa- then, oh, that's just weird. So then you take, then look at this. It looks like a man with like a helmet on. Uh huh. But the face is like reptilian. Yep. And it's wearing one of the, it looks like it's wearing one of those old head headdresses like you'd see in uh, Egyptian right. paintings. Right, and like then maybe this looks maybe it's like, Anunnaki or something. Ooh, yeah. And then that looks this like a looks like a UFO. UFO. Yep. And then it's like coming down in like a skeleton face. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Look at it. What do you think, Ghost? It's. I have. I don't. I don't know. I'm lost for words to be honest with you because it's just so. I don't know. Cryptic. It's like, yeah, very. Because mm-hmm. like you can see the painting, but then you can see it's almost like a, it's a shadowed being because like, okay, you, you see that skeleton type of face with this elongated kind of neck. Okay. And then mm-hmm. it looks like his, the hands are kind of coming up in, in, in a certain way, but then it looks like it has like long dark hair and like this weird headdress on top of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. With like the UFO on the top. Yep. And like the weird, like little hands mm-hmm. coming, like I don't know. This this one creeps me out almost as much as the Mona Lisa one with like the the reptilian. Doesn't it look like the reptilian has like a miter hat on, like what the Pope wears? Yep. Yeah, Ooh. and you see that in. I don't know. The other one's more like a Egyptian, but yeah, like yeah, almost like the the Pope. And then its little hands are kind of coming together, and it looks like energy is being passed yeah. back and forth between its fingers. Yes, that's exactly what I saw too. You're literally saying the stuff that I had written down so I didn't forget. <laughs> nice. We have like the same, yeah, cuz look yeah. at it. Yeah, it's it's weird. Okay. Hmm. So, now these are some fugly looking people. Look look at her, look at here. Okay, Leonardo is well documented in comparison with most other artists of his time. We have thousands of pages of his writing, but never anything personal. Leonardo was extremely private about his personal life. However, there were a few personal things he had written about himself right after his two-year disappearance. Okay. In one of the very first accounts, he describes in his youth exploring and finding this huge, vast cave in the middle of nowhere. And he stated he felt terrified by the darkness and the vastness of this cave and what might be lurking within it, but for some reason felt compelled to go inside. It is not described what was in the cave, but we can only assume that this was very significant to him because he never, ever commented about anything in his own life story. And I, again, believe that contents may be ha- like been edited or something taken out, so we may never know what he truly found in the cave, maybe by the church. Maybe okay. he did write what he saw in the cave, but they took it out. Um, because Leonardo began drawing these grotesque heads and depictions extremely opposite to his very close and careful, realistic human depictions. Right. Look at this shit. That black and white one right in the middle. It looks like a little demon in the back and, and 
and a bunch of like holy pope looking guys. Yeah. And then these big heads and weird. They almost but you alien. know how like how realistic he was and how it took him 16 years to paint the Mona Lisa. And then we see these like uh, mirrored images because he was so meticulous with his painting. So what if these are actually sketches of something he really saw? Could be. I wouldn't doubt it. Because if you look, look at his veiny neck mm-hmm. and the this bulbous head, like elongated heads. And it looks like his tentacles coming off instead of hair. Mm-hmm. And it this one to me, I picked this on purpose because it is said that like people of the nobility and royal families come from these elongated head extraterrestrials, right? Mm-hmm. And they ended up being in the Vatican and they have like like ancient bloodlines. And yeah. so what if they're what if they're like undercover somehow and they wear those big hats to like cover up their their deformed heads and stuff? Because yep. this one looks like she's got on a very nice dress and has this veil thing that look with the big brooch. Yep. And like the veil coming down and like I don't know, what do you think about like and this one has a veil on too. I think it's one of the ugliest women I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> It's like the face looks like a man, and then you scroll down, and it looks like there's you know breasts. You know what I mean? But it's it, yeah. And then I don't know. I if I saw something like that, I I I think I would fight and not flight. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's really creepy. And look at the like little wispy hairs. Mm -hmm. It's still detailed, like classic Leonardo, like the detail and like this demon thing. Yeah, but they're the these guys' faces are real realistic looking. Mm-hmm. Especially, the I don't know what's your what's right. your take on that. I, I don't know. I mean, in like go, in like the cave thing. If we go down that path, I mean, you know, that leads into you know rumors of hollow earth and and beings actually you know supposedly mm-hmm. or reportedly uh, living underground, and you know you you hear quote-unquote whistleblowers you know stating that yeah you know there there are these reptilians that live underground and you know never seen you know only come up and then there's take it for what it's worth there's video on the internet of um the vatican and they're like these cardinals and bishops and what have you march like doing a a a walk by and there is like one of these big-headed uh reptilian looking creatures walking by and you know in the Mm. procession i mean take like i said take that for what it's worth you know it could be fake but at the same time it could be real because the vatican's into some really sketchy shit and then my mind kind of goes you know okay maybe maybe he had a weird dream or he might have done some hallucinogenics or whatever and just sketch these just out of you know something in his imagination you know what i mean like because we don't we don't really know because obviously he's not around to ask but Mm -hmm. it is crazy that they all have very similar features whether it's elongated you know heads or bigger heads and these big faces and noses and mouths and then Mm -hmm. real wrinkly i don't know it's just weird yeah like just the, the the distorted I don't know. Yeah. 
But then you look because at the black and white one, the, the middle guy looks like something from Greece or, or Rome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's, he's looks yeah, like, like, a, yeah. like Caesar or something, you know, he's wearing, yes. wearing like a, you know, the headdress of, of like Caesar did. Well, yeah. And it's just funny you say that because I thought, yeah. And it's like the they're talking about something and then there's like a demon in the back. Like, yeah. It's just so crazy. With his mouth wide open and his tongue slightly out. Or it could be like a tortured person. Who knows? Yeah. Like this, the the one guy looks like he's just got this look on his, like evil look uh -huh. on his face. And there's like a tortured soul, like yeah. screaming in the back. I don't know. It's very, very off-putting compared to like the last supper. <laughs> oh, very, very. <laughs> and so odd. Yeah. And speaking of last suppers, um, if you if you ever want to get into just an episode on that, uh, I would suggest to reach out to uh Ron Weed and from mm -hmm. Imaginarium of Thought. Uh he does some some really interesting uh dives into that as well. Are we gonna get into it? We're gonna get into it in part two, but I just Good. wanted to set up, you know, like um and, I, and 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 he might have something that I don't have, which is everybody has their own opinion, but yeah, everybody he... likes to kind of focus on the Last Supper and the Da Vinci Code kind of theories, but... He comes at it from more of a numerology aspect right, of it. Right, right, right. Which is, I don't know, it's great. It's hard to fat, like to listen and not see the the, the audio. It, it, it's, it's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a big numerologist. I mean, I do dabble in it a little bit, but I, I'm a lot more, not a lot more, but I, I find it fascinating to kind of like pull him apart and kind of see what he was doing before the Last Supper and right. what kind of led to his heretical um, depiction of things. Right. Because the Last Supper, I mean, it's a, a big, huge fresco that's like on dollar store um placemats now oh yeah it's everywhere it's everywhere and it's like if you say the last supper some everybody knows what you're talking about but it's like how did we get to that point and why is it so pushed in our face because there is some creepy shit in that painting and we're all we we look right past it yep absolutely so there there's some more right here oh god of the grotesque. yeah i wanted dreams tonight I thought E.T. was fugly. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to get the point across that, like, these are such. Um, they have almost a demonic, especially the that, one on the exactly very. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say they have such a demonic feeling coming off of them. Like the, the orangish colored picture. Like he, he almost looks like uh, Voldemort from uh, Harry yes, Potter. Yes, with the flattened face. But nope. look at the curvature of the ear and stuff. Yeah. It's it, like I'm looking at a real, it's like looking at a portrait of a distorted human being. Like uh -huh. they're even like the details of the neck and then like the elongated head and the flattened face. It's just disturbing to look at. And like, they just have this, like this one right here, this looked like a Pope to me. Look at the garb. A little bit. Like the, the, the whatever, you know. Yeah. You know how they'd be wearing them cloaks or whatever they're called. Mm -hmm. And it's weird how that 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 one image, the the mouth 
isn't as big. It's more sunk in, but it's a very long nose with a, a head that goes back where all the other ones have really big mouths and their noses are almost touching their lips. You know, well, the one is touching yeah. its lip, you know what I mean? And then the one on the far right isn't much different than the one on the, the left. Only it's got longer flowing hair and the ears are kind of more, they don't go to a point like an elf, but they're rounded at the top, but they're long like an elf. They, it looks like a monkey person to me. A little bit, yes. Like Planet of the Apes or something. Yeah. Which, like you said, like the Hollow Earth thing, like he might have he might have seen these hybrid people, like with these big elongated skulls and like distorted faces. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, he probably wrote about it. It was like, it was like, in his notes he describes going into the cave and. And feeling scared of what was in the cave, but feeling compelled to go ahead and go in. And then it's like dot, dot, dot. And then it's just like nothing else is written. Right. Almost like it was taken out so we could never find out what he really saw when he went in there. And he never wrote anything about himself. So he must have thought it was significant enough to mention. Mm -hmm. Because why would you say like, oh, I was out and about um, and I was walking through the woods and I saw this cave. Yeah. And then nothing else is ever mentioned. (laughs) but the yeah, Vatican, the Vatican, and 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 the 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 elites like to take a lot of a lot of things out of uh, historical texts, such as the Bible as well. So to confuse us, mm-hmm. and um, you know, during this this time, UFO phenomenon was documented in Europe and some parts of Asia, and the um, the helicopter was actually cre- uh, credit to Leonardo's designs for vertical flight. Which, look at this, man. The disc with uh, four beaming lights coming down. And then there's supposed to be almost... This is Jesus. Jesus, yeah. What's that got to do with it? Maybe maybe he's saying Jesus was was actually an alien. Well, and like, look at this painting. And, And if you look right here, Homeboy is shielding his eyes uh-huh. to look do you see it right there he's yep. shielding his eyes to look upon the ufo because and look at this is gleaming and glowing uh-huh. this was before flight and then leonardo all of a sudden comes up with this um concept for a helicopter right and is that supposed to be mary I, it is mary yeah and it's always in like religious paintings it's odd so we have this beautiful religious, it looks like Jesus is healing someone. I don't know what's going on. I'm no scholar on paintings, but, and so we have this crowd gathered around and then a UFO with four beaming lights shining. What in the world? Hmm. Maybe that was and him why saying. why doesn't anybody say anything about this? And, and the homeboy is definitely shielding his face to look upon this thing because it was obviously so bright. Yeah. right mm-hmm. it wasn't like a smudge in the painting look how detailed that thing is yeah i mean the only place i've ever seen uh the one with mary i, d- I don't recall seeing the one with the, the one with jesus or whatever but i have seen that the one on the right on ancient aliens back in the day you know and they're about they the only always people use this one yep. in ancient aliens to be like oh look they were painting but they don't correlate that right afterwards leonardo comes up with like this concept for for vertical flight right and it's like somebody's giving them i i'm not a huge ufo alien person but 
you got to admit something's going on here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. He, I don't know. I take it as he knew something more than what we did. What, you know, what everybody thinks he did. You know what I mean? He got like a, a course from the Vatican on yeah. <laughs> extraterrestrial 101. Or hell, maybe he was abducted for those years and uh, <laughs> that's where he got his knowledge too. You know what I mean? If he was abducted, I mean, because he has such heretical views on like Christianity and stuff, you would think that he would believe in like a higher power if something like that happened to him. True. But if he was, but if, if the Vatican took him in and he got to see like the underground library or whatever it might have. And then, and then the church itself, like everybody reveres them and everybody looks up to them and there are heroes and there are holy people, but they have all this stuff in the basement. And then it's like all this hidden history and all these hidden secrets and all this um, forbidden knowledge. And if he got to look upon that, I feel like you would become an atheist. Yeah, true. Very true. You know what I mean? Like you would have no faith in anything. I wouldn't because I'd be like, oh, so these holy people that we're supposed to rely on for our connection to our Lord are lying to us and keeping us dumbed down and ignorant of our own history and demonic and these ritualistic things that they do. And we're supposed to hold them in some kind of a high esteem. I don't think so. I would be disgusted. Um, makes sense you know what i mean and mm-hmm. it it's a form of control you know at the end of the day uh, it, you know keep us dumbed down so they can control the masses and i think that there are ufos i believe it 100 percent. and i know people still encounter ufos but i'm more of like an interdimensional kind of person i don't think they're coming from space i think that they're coming from another dimension or it's just like us Extra- from the future yeah yeah, the, you know. Or, or, you know, because if we had this technology in Leonardo's time, so that's what I was going to get into is like some of these inventions, because he was like 500 years before his time. This robot that he he created the first fully functional robot, and I guess he gave it to uh, King Francis the first or something like that. But this lion like walked in. I saw it on like ancient aliens or something. It like blew my mind. I was like, wow, he really created this. But what they don't mention, they always have like, I feel like ancient aliens is like co-opted. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. I, like, I quit yeah. watching that years ago because of it. It was like, you know, and you get the dude with the big hair always saying the same shit and they never, like you're saying, never. Okay. They'll say about this lion or that UFO in the picture, but they never go into what, what, you know, Leonardo might've invented or, you know deeper Mm -hmm. into it or where where he might have got the ideas you know they just leave it at that you know okay look there's a picture you know and (laughs) yes exactly you you described it perfectly because like they don't go into anything if they say he was invited by the vatican to come to wherever to paint they'll just mention that and they leave it at that they don't mention how it was an act of you know crime to be doing autopsies and like he could have been you know, punished, get, got the death penalty for, they don't see how that might connect that he was being allowed to do something like that. You know, right. it's like, a, it's like conspiracy theories for dummies watching yeah, yeah, ancient pretty, aliens. Yeah, pretty much. 
You know what I mean? But hey, you know, if it wakes some people up and makes them research it on their own, like you have, then maybe it yeah, was a good they, thing. But I, it, it got like I, it got to the point where I was just like, it's the same fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like it is. They almost make it digestible for like the soccer moms. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like they give you a lollipop of conspiracy theories and you're like oh this is interesting but then when you really dive into it you're like this dude was doing what Uh and you don't see how that might be like a demonic like occult thing that he was doing right but we won't talk about that because we're on the history channel you know yeah yeah we have other (laughs) we have other intentions to push um yeah and so he did um he came up with the concept for the scuba suit and the tank and the hang glider and um yeah it th- none of this stuff was duplicated until like 300 years later right and that underwater breathing scuba suit is creepy as fuck look at that fucking thing man oh. and this tank thing was supposedly like 360 uh, fire like it would go do 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 like all the way around okay and then it's like the hang glider person and you know but his parents were not married so he couldn't attend like the prestigious schools um the other artists of his time have a, had attended so he saw you know these these visions of the future and he had all this information but he wasn't educated Right. Maybe that's why he he had this. Maybe that's why he had this passion to prove that. All right, motherfuckers. My parents weren't married. Fuck you. I don't need to go to school. I am smarter than you. You know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. don't know. I mean, that's just one theory. I like the end of the day. I'm just a dummy, too. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, yeah. And I will just give a little teaser. But, you know, Leonardo was infamous for painting himself into portraits. So there he is right there. Can you see him? Oh, okay, yeah. And he painted himself into this portrait, and somewhere in here is like a weird disembodied like knife hand. I don't know if you can see it from this one, but no, it's somewhere around here because you see how this guy's like got his hands up, like whoa. Yeah. And then if you zoom in, I guess there's like a a, a hand with the knife. Oh, it's right there. Do you see it, goes? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. This yeah, is like, like a, a guy's blade. hand with a blade in it and this guy's like whoa don't stab me homie i didn't yeah. mean to do it do you see but he also has his other hand on uh mary magdalene oh yeah yeah but see but his his shirt's brown and and this dude's wearing blue so it's like a weird it's like this is why i say it's like a disembodied hand yeah yeah because the people on the left are like yo whoa what's going on and she's kind of leaning in and it's like he's mm-hmm. telling them telling her you know something better be careful how we're all stab your ass yeah and then the people on the far right are kind of having their own conversation almost like an argument over jesus per se and then yeah, there, look, at, three look at leonardo look at his face and he's talking to this guy and he's like hey listen to me see how like his hand uh-huh. is like listen to what i'm saying and he's like no but it's jesus look he's right there and he's like like his <laughs> And the other people on the other side of the table are like, no, that's not Jesus, almost. Never it's looked very... at it this way. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm sure, did you watch the Da Vinci Code? I did years and years ago. 
Okay. So it's all about, you know, Jesus has on the coral, uh, the coral top with the blue cloak. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to be a young Peter or someone, but it's really Mary Magdalene. And Mary has on the exact opposite with the coral cloak and the blue top. But if, I mean, we're going to dive into this in the next episode, but look how feminine this character is. That's supposed to be very feminine. And you can see like, she's got a rack. Come on now. Mm -hmm. In the long, like flowing hair and the delicate facial features. I don't know why this dude has got, can you see my mouse? Okay, what is he pointing at? You know how I don't know, almost like looks I said like he's before, giving him the middle finger. Well, yeah, because remember I said before Leonardo is um very um he's known for his his dramatic hand gestures like in the annunciation with the angel and he's got like his two fingers up. Yep. And so what's if you inverted this photo, I would love to know what you find like this is a dramatic hand, that's a dramatic hand. These are dramatic hands. These are dramatic hands. The all of them, like if you took um, this photo out, in, like sliced it here or sliced it there or here or here, and like inverted it, what it would look like? Yeah, everybody but like one person, maybe two, Mary and the gentleman, not with his his hand on her, but the the one with this like, dude? yep, the one with more of a green, and the one all the way to the left. Mm-hmm. Are the only ones that don't have a very dramatic hand gesture, because the mm-hmm. guy in the, the the coral is reaching behind the other dude and tapping the 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 dude that's mm-hmm. whispering to to Mary or whatever. Yeah, this is I've never really looked at this painting this much. You know what I mean? Like, I've stared at it for hours because I'm trying to do like my own investigation into it and not just like because the Da Vinci Code's a great movie. Fuck Tom Hanks, but I mean. <laughs> It's a great movie if you if you want to just like kind of, you know, get, get the gist yeah. of it. But not it's a movie. I mean, it's it, there they added some spices. Oh, absolutely. Of course. But I want to know for myself because this image is so ingrained to everyone's mind that when they look at it, they know exactly what it is and they're like, "Yep, it's the last supper whatever." Where's the chalice? Where is the Holy Grail in this photo? Not there. Boom. Wasn't it there before, though? (laughs) No, God. That's what I'm saying. There's never been a chalice on this table. No, maybe you're right. I always thought there was one kind of in front. You know what? Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but it could be. Maybe it's another Mandela effect. Yeah, Yeah, I always thought there was one kind of Show me the chalice. Yeah not there show me the fucking chalice and everybody's like this is this is the painting that gives you the holy grail the chalice that jesus drank of but it doesn't exist no it doesn't like fuck dude yeah everything that we think we know of is is hand feeded to us just like how you get this this fresco as a, a placemat and you look at it every day on your dinner table I don't know. You're probably really tacky if you have this as your placemats, but yeah, 
you look at it every single day and you're like, yes, it's the last supper and Jesus drank of the chalice. And he said, drink of my blood and pass the chalice around, but it's not in the freaking painting. And that, that's another thing with, with drink of my blood. Okay. Take that literally. That's, that's human consumption. You know what I mean? Like, even if he's not divine, it's blood or, drinking. yeah, or if he is divine, you know, why would I drink your blood? That's what vampires do. That's what demons do. You and know what I mean? Like of my flesh. Yeah. And, and there are people like, oh, that just meant bread and wine. And it's like, no, no, it's not what it meant. Not at all. It's really, I hate to say everything's demonic because I sound like a, a Karen or so it's demonic <laughs> it's demonic but welcome to the cosmic beach podcast flesh. with Karen <laughs> <laughs> eat of my flesh and drink of my blood yep That's... if you just heard that out of context you'd be like okay what kind of freaky shit you into mm -hmm. yeah you into eating humans you into cannibalism like what <laughs> like, get the fuck and out of like, here I just got into a conversation with um Davy Wavy from the Red Pill Cartel mm -hmm. podcast, and we were talking about holidays. And I said, I listened to your latest episode, and I just want to let you know, like, I feel you on the holidays because it has nothing to do with Christ. No, but we we celebrate them because we feel like we are um, we're meant to do to do so. You know, it's it's just part of our culture. But why do we give each other gifts on Christ's birthday? Well, the story goes because the three wise men gave brought gifts for for little baby. Well, Jesus. it was the motherfucker's birthday. I don't get gifts on your birthday, ghost. Oh, that's true. That is true. Like, why why do we give each other a gift on Christ's birthday when every single thing he ever said was, "I am the ultimate gift. I am the ultimate sacrifice. You need nothing other than me." You know, I went and and was slain i'm the lamb that was slain i am the ultimate gift the ultimate sacrifice but every year on his birthday we empty our pockets to mm -hmm. go buy gifts we cannot afford to give to other people and we I, don't pray we don't do any any type of religious nothing no and i think that kind of ties into where santa claus comes in and who santa claus actually represents is chronos and if you dig a little deeper um easter was the celebration of like fertility and what would happen in these pagan re religions and what have you is basically they would all get together and have these big wild orgies in order to have all these babies being born right around christmas and why is chronos's belly so fat is because they sacrificed the babies to chronos he ate the babies and then that got manipulated into um santa claus and and bringing gifts and, and people, like, like with Easter, okay, he died on Friday, Good Friday, but he rose three days later, right? And that's why we celebrate mm -hmm. Easter. Okay, we'll just say he died at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday, okay? 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday would be 24 hours. 1 o'clock on Sunday would be 48 hours. <laughs> that means he, we should be celebrating on Monday. Go, not, you, you know what I mean? Words like, right out of my mouth. Like, but and and the bunny and the eggs and and you try to tell that to people and it's like, no, it's about G well then why why is there a fucking bunny and eggs because bunnies fuck, a lot, and eggs are and the eggs symbol are of fertility. fertility. You know that's what it was stolen from from the pagan religions. It, all these 
holidays were were taken from pagan and druid beliefs and just slightly changed and added in as a christian belief you know what i mean like with Amen. christmas with easter <laughs> with you know what i mean do your own due 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 diligence and, and and research it yourself you know what i mean i bring guests on because i don't have the time to to do the research and i get easily distracted and go down different rabbit holes so it's it's nice to have someone like yourself come on give this information and you know then if if i do have time or you know others that are listening have time they can they can start their journey into looking in, mm-hmm. into a lot of this stuff and i don't know I, yeah and thing. i mean it's a great way to um i mean it's 2022 you don't have to go to the library you can no. get a lot of the stuff on um on google or wherever and having guests on and they've they've done their own research or they've got on google or they've went down a rabbit hole and they've you know started a whole chain of research and then they bring it to you on your doorstep you get to absorb the information your listeners get to absorb mm-hmm. the information and it's in a way podcasts are like a virtual library they are <laughs> and because... you get to choose what personalities you like yeah. you know do you like ghost library or do you like julia's library or you know ryan's and then you get to kind of dive into like each person's individual thoughts, feelings, and, and research, and you get to pick and choose what you want to listen to, which is great. I think it's wonderful. Yes. And, and, and you nailed it on the head, you know, cause I come at things a very different way than you would, or like, for instance, Ryan, like Ryan and I had an interview that didn't go so well. Um, we're not going to release it. And, you know, I did my part and, you know, and he, he thought of me, you know, with, with the topic, he's like, you know, I want you to come on because you're, you're kind of into this, you know, more of a, a far out, you know, maybe extraterrestrial, you know, you, you have no, mm-hmm. no, no problem dive, diving in and talking about that. And I did, you know, I, I kind of tried to steer the conversation with, with the person and just wasn't, just mm-hmm. wasn't clicking. And it, it, you could tell the person was just on for attention and what have you. And, oh, no. Yeah. And, um, you know, Ryan was just like, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't buy it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't either. And, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, and he even said, you know, I'm bringing you on because you're into this. You come from a different aspect. And, and he was right up front with with the individual. He's like, you know, I, I brought my buddy on, you know, he, he comes comes at things differently and he can pull some conversations out of you more than than I could. I can get you to talk. You know what I mean? And. I think you should do kind of like talk at the tavern, but like on a smaller scale and just have you and like two other people come on and like just toss out topics and you will learn that, you know, more than you think you do. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I was on um, the master debaters, we just got to talking about whatever. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Hey, do you guys remember that got milk thing? And they were like trying to force everybody to drink milk constantly. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's a conspiracy theory. Milk is. is not good for you. No. <laughs> you know, no. and I, it just came out of my mouth because I was like, school lunches were shit. And hey, do you guys remember that got milk thing? And then yeah. it just ended up being like this whole conversation because you you know more than you think you do. Like you have right. topics just waiting to come out. I know you guys. Yeah, like... I do. And and when when and you're right with 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 the tavern, I, I do kind of sit back and let other people's talk. I, I do chime in now and again. But it, it's me hosting a platform to get other podcasters together in, in order to um, maybe they can collaborate and work on projects together and, and just get different ideas and hear, hear different right, people. Right. And, and, you know, up and coming, uh, you know, I, I, I'm up and coming and, and but still willing to, to, you know, pass anything on to help another person that was was given to me. You know, 
Ryan helped me and, and there's others that, you know, g- give me advice. And I don't feel it, it's right for me to keep that to myself because it was given to me for free out of kindness. So I'm going to pass that forward with anything I can. And if I don't know the answer, I'll point whoever in the right direction. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and the tavern, you know, you get to meet new people and hear different, you know, sides of what they might think. And, and, you know, you might have never heard their podcast and, you know, someone be like, well, I'm going to check out their podcast, you know, and maybe it'll give, give them some more listens and what have you. And, I I, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's beautiful because like for me, I'm brand, brand new. I'm a newborn podcaster. Mm -hmm. So any type of, you know, talk at the tavern, whatever, I'm, I'm willing to, you know, sit down and talk with people because no one really knows what I have to offer yet. (laughs) Right. And like I said, you're more than welcome to come on anytime. Um, We've sat down, done some, you know, zoom meetings to, you know, hopefully get Mm -hmm. you some help and what have you. And, and I'm I'm always down, you know, when when it comes time, uh, if you want to use Audacity or whatever other audio editing, you know, I'll, I'll help you. And if I can't help you, I'll, I'll make sure I reach out and find somebody that could help you. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you'll find anybody associated uh, with the tavern or has ever been on the tavern are, are genuinely nice people and will oh, yeah, yeah. help you. You know what I mean? And you've reached out, you know, Hey, do you know anything about this? Absolutely. Good person. You know, you have nothing to worry about. And, you know, and, and it's very understandable, you know, you're coming at it from a female, um, you know what I mean? And there's creepers out there, you know, I I ain't going to lie, you know? And and it's like, okay, are they just trying to like, maybe want to come on because somehow they think they can eventually get my pants or what, you know what I mean? You don't know because women have to, seem shitty but have to think that way and yeah you know, and it's it's more for me like everyone that I've met it feels like we're kind of like a, a family like yep, absolutely. you know so yeah there's no I competition would... of oh my god they have more episodes or they had that mm-hmm. guest and I didn't and it's like well yeah they had that guest well I can wait a few months and then maybe I'll reach out and have that guest on you know what I mean I, I don't need yeah. to do it right away and you'll find you'll start building a, a backlog of 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 guests and it's mm-hmm. nice because then like like last week i didn't have one interview during the week which was kind of nice it was a nice little break um you know usually i have a you know at least three or four during the week and maybe one or two on the weekend or or both and i was like wow i don't kind of don't know what to do with myself but i was able to <laughs> you know kind of focus on you know releasing an episode and you know we ended up having a zoom meeting and and doing that and and working on some some other sidebar bar stuff with with you know like youtube and what have you and it was it was like i said it was nice to catch up and and have that downtime a little bit but the, to do the editing and everything else you know that, that that's time you know and oh, and, it's and, and trying and to it's... be your own booker and, and get guests and you know there's mm-hmm. just so i mean it's a non-stop you're always constantly time driving. away from your family yes and it's just really time consuming i think i spent like five hours of just my own personal time researching stanley kubrick stuff and watching interviews and like reading stuff and and like watching documentaries to like put all my little episode together yeah and people and don't realize what I got goes done into with it, it well, yeah. And then by the time I got done with it, I was so proud of myself. Exactly. And I was like, this episode is going to be fire. I'm going to release like a three part series. And it got me excited about life. And if you can make money by doing research and giving information and having a good time. And, you know, I think 
it's something you should be proud of and not a shill. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, you're listening to my shit. You like it, right? Right. Throw me a bone. Yeah. You know, it's five dollars a month to to join my Patreon to listen to the talk of the taverns. And I will eventually put more content behind that that paywall. But five bucks. I mean, come on, that's now less than a gallon of gas. But you're each episode is almost five fucking hours, five plus hours long, you know, except for last night. Last night we went for maybe two or three. Um, and it just kind of, you know, fizzled out, you know, went with the energy, whatever, you know, it doesn't always have to be five hours, but it just, mm-hmm. you know, if, if people knew the, people the, the spend more money going out on their lunch hour at work, yes, than, or to Starbucks you know I, every morning, Starbucks every morning, you spend six, seven bucks on a coffee and you drink it and then it's over. Or you could have a month long of, of episodes and funny conversations and like cool shit to listen to. Absolutely. But, uh, We'll wrap it up there, and I want you to uh, get a hold of me. Um, and I'd like to be—I'd like to come on on your show, and we can talk about whatever. And just if we're just shooting the shit, it does—it doesn't matter, you know. We can we can get into whatever. And again, thank you for coming on, and and you know, just getting the first touch of Da Vinci. And I think the the next episode, I think hopefully we'll get into a little bit more of the conspiracy, and we'll get down some rabbit holes and and some tangents. You better believe it. You enjoy your night, and for my guests, um, thank you for listening, and remember, think for yourself. <laughs>